Hey guys, welcome to episode 50 of the JV Club. Let's take a moment to drink that in. Episode 5-0. If I had been married to these podcast episodes, this would be our golden anniversary, you guys. I realize it's not exactly the same thing and it hasn't even been quite a full year, but episode 50 feels like a big deal. And uh, I just want to thank you guys for all being uh, a part of it and being along for the ride. Um, I want to, uh, throw some shout outs out there straight away. I want to thank, uh, the people that I met at, uh, SF Sketchfest. It was so great to, um, uh, meet Teresa E and, uh, Zena, um, C in person. Um, I know I've already mentioned that, uh, Victoria and Gabe were there, um, and that Gabe uh, made those buttons for me. And, uh, I have gotten quite a few requests for buttons. I do still have some left. If you guys uh, are interested in having one, uh, sent to you, just get in touch with me, I guess, via the Facebook page. You can also write me at Janet at JanetVarney.com. I will say this because some of you live further away, um, not in the United States. Listen, guys, I've never asked this before. I've never done this before. Uh, I don't make any money uh, from doing the podcast whatsoever, um, nor do most people. I don't have any sponsors or anything like that. It's just not a road that I've uh, that I've pursued because it hasn't really been a huge priority for me. But for things like this, where if you want to have pins sent to you... Um, or uh, if you know you want to get the t-shirt train going, I would love to make JV Club t-shirts. Uh, if you're interested in donating, I guess you could. I mean, you could donate to my PayPal account. Um, it's j.varney at sfsketchfest.com. That's j.varney at sfsketchfest.com. I don't really know what to expect. If nobody donates any money, I, that's totally cool. I will continue to just send buttons out and hopefully get t-shirts going at some point. But if you have a couple bucks lying around and you want to help uh, facilitate me getting postage stamps and envelopes and things like that uh, so that I can send stuff out. Uh, of course, this round of buttons was gratis courtesy gift of Gabe, uh, podcast listener, friend and fan. And so uh, there's no expense to those. So I wouldn't feel right charging anyone for that. But you know, if you just want to chip in or if you want to, you know, help chip in knowing that someone else may want a button but not be able to afford the postage. <laughs> I don't know what kind of war, war zone I think we're living in. But, um, you know, just if you feel like contributing, great. If not, no big deal. Um, uh, on Facebook, I want to thank Jessica M., Hannah W., Gabriella, Jamie M., Ashley W., Kirsten G., Matthew B. for your lovely comments. I want to thank everybody who commented on the Nerdist page on Lynn Shea's episode. I want to thank Samantha, Steve K., Chelsea E., Nikki on Twitter. And then I also just want to thank all the birthday wishes uh, I got on Twitter and uh, Facebook and various places. My birthday was February 16th. It was a delightful day. And um, I feel like I shared it with all of you. So thank you so much for those. The only other thing I was going to say was I'm so excited to report that Burning Love has swept the Streamy Awards. That is the award ceremony for uh, online content. And it won um, Best Ensemble Cast, Best Comedy Series, Best Male Performance, and Best Something Else that I'm forgetting right now. Best Direction, Best Something. I can't remember, guys. But uh, very, very cool. So congratulations to everyone uh, involved with Burning Love. And again, what an honor to be a part of that group. Okay, that's it. Please enjoy this episode with Carla. It's episode 50, as I've said. And um, Carla is, uh, I had so much fun with her that we ended up talking like four hours, one of which got recorded. Um, so hopefully you guys will enjoy it. And, uh, and I hope to hear from you soon. Okay, bye. 
Now entering Nerdist.com. I just said we're going to jump right in as if we haven't been talking for <laughs> the last like, the last, like two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Um, guys, let me let me set the tone. I do need to explain to you quickly that uh, that when Carla arrived today, <laughs> shortly before she got here, um, my oven uh, was making a weird beeping sound uh, that I've never heard it made before. That I've never heard it made before. <laughs> and I walked uh, I walked over to it and it was asking me. This sounds like a joke, but it was asking me for the probe temperature. The probe, oh, yeah. Now I recognize that there are a lot of like alien abduction jokes mm-hmm. that can be made based I was on anything sexual, probe related. Probe yeah, I mean, getting probed. What's the probe temperature? So I don't know what the probe temperature was, and I don't know why the oven was asking me for it, but I started like pressing all of the buttons on the stove that I've never used before in the oven because it's a fancy it's a fancy yeah. enough oven where there's like a buttons. lot of options. Yeah. A lot of options. Not just dials. And I had never pressed I as I was exploring these buttons, by the way, none of them were working to turn this probe temperature mm-hmm. alert on or off. Uh I I saw that there was a self cleaning button. I was like interesting. <laughs> I have lived in this house for seven and a half years. I've certainly never had the oven clean Clean itself itself. this is wonderful why haven't i done this it's like the jetsons let it do it so maybe that'll somehow reset this whole business like that seems like it's listen i'm giving it a task that's going to take like two hours so if it still wants the probe temperature after that something is seriously wrong but this feels like a good reset option so i pressed it and (laughs) within like five minutes maybe the worst smell i've ever smelled in my life yeah was permeating not just the oven area, but the yeah. entire house. Yeah. I was like, what have I done? I tried to stop it. It locks itself. It was like in locked mode. It doesn't, it doesn't speak. It doesn't it's speak. not serious. Yeah, it's not that but it definitely, time. a little thing came up that said like, you know, self-cleaning, locked. And there's like a timer countdown. I was like, this is happening. This smell is happening. Yeah. This and the is counter, happening. by the way, I'm sure it's, it's probably like eight hours and 22 minutes. Like it's a a self-clean it's a quick self-clean oh was that right so it was i think only two and a half hours oh. and i think it is finished now oh. but it was a horrible smell yeah. i immediately opened all the doors and windows which is a tough thing to do because many of the windows in this house are painted shut and have oh, been nice. for the duration of the time i've nice, lived here nice. and i mean painted shut not like oh just slide a razor blade yeah. under there and get it to no just fully very very multiple layers and why fix it and why fix it right uh, listen i try to get i tried to get someone out I got a quote for what it would cost. They were like, we're going to have to replace these windows. Shut up. So I was like, all right, I guess I, but so they're the handful that do open. Um, So I opened everything up, tried to aerate. Uh, The good news is, is that as soon as I explained what was going on, this young lady knew exactly what I was oh, talking yeah. about. No, no, I want. Why don't you explain here. what the self cleaning process is? Because I didn't I will, realize. Well, I first want to give myself credit because I like credit. Hundred percent. Yes. Okay. And I walked in, and you were like, "Listen, I'm really sorry about the smell." And I was like, "Did you burn something in a big way?" And you're like, "No." And then you told me you started to tell the story, but the oven. And then I was, or no, maybe you didn't even say. You said, "I don't know what you said," but I went. Smells like. Did I not say it smells like? I think you identified I think it I went very quickly. Yeah. 
before you even I think you did too. said it. I think you did too. Okay, good. I was like, I, I didn't burn it. anything per se, but da da da. And you were like, is it, and then you go, is it self cleaning? It smells like it's yeah. self cleaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, to to uh, I gotta tell you, the greater listeners, the listening mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. Self clean. Do a self. Do yourself a fa- treat yourself to an oven self clean because what it does is scorch anything, any residue that has ever accumulated in your oven. Turns it to a temperature. It's like uh, like volcanic temperature because there was definitely heat rising up from just well, the stove yeah. to the point where it feels. It felt like all the burners were on. Yeah. Well, because my thing when my my mother turned my self cleaner on, I didn't. I was too afraid to try it. And I thought to myself, like, how the hell does an oven clean itself? Like, there's no little scrubbers. There's no yeah. like one yeah. was like a pool thing where it goes around on its own. What? It, how could this possibly work? Yes. Turns out, just volcanic burning of anything on the inside of the oven and so that's something kind of but but i would like to then i would like you not to like be doing our greatest hits instant replay of our two-hour conversation but but i would like you to say what you said i said and guys you've definitely first of all expressed such wonderful sympathy about my cat's passing and so i don't want you to think that i've become desensitized to it in any way shape or form that i'm disrespecting your respect of her death but I do make jokes to make myself feel better sometimes. We all, don't we all? And I said, I can't believe how much money I just paid to have my cat cremated. I could I have just, just stuck her in a self-clean. Yeah, which I think is hilarious. Because you said, I think all you'll see oh, at yeah, the very like end ash. is a little a puff little of ash. ashes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a very funny thing to say. And I, th- I thank you for that. And I have not gone to pick up my cat's ashes. They're still at the vets. Oh, I had to put her to sleep um, like January. What was it, guys? Oof. January 3rd. And uh, I don't know. Don't it was like a week up? later no, that they either. called to say that yeah. they were there. And I, I grant you, I left for San Francisco like right, like yeah. days after they called. But when I thought about getting in the car and oh, driving wow. to the vet to pick them up, I f- started to have a panic attack yeah. just thinking no, about it. No, I did the it. same thing. So I just, they're just sitting yeah. there. I'm assuming. I hope you'll, they didn't get rid of you'll them. You'll get them eventually. But I did the same thing almost exactly a year ago. One of my cats also died and I had him cremated. And I just kept making excuses like i'm sure they know like i probably should have just said i'm not ready to pick them up but i was like i i'm, I'm doing this and then i'm going home for christmas and i so if you could just cause, i mean is that okay and they also had the carrier they had everything so used to this so right? used to it and eventually i did go get them and i gotta tell you like either i blocked it or i just or 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 i just don't remember but i did go get them you know you do it eventually you're ready to yeah. do it and you do it and yeah I what think, did you do yeah. with them I, to be perfectly honest, they are in my bedroom, like sitting on top of my dresser. And I had meant to bury them in the spot like that he liked yeah. in the yard. But then I was like, but if I bury them and then I sell the house someday, like he has to stay with the house. So then so then my solution was to just like put them on my dresser. Um, and I think that's probably a little creepy. Oh, please. Let me out creep you okay. because I wasn't even thinking about how creepy this was until uh, Aaron Hayes ca- just called straight out called it creepy. Okay. Up at Sketchfest, I had this locket because I do have a picture of my dog and my cat in my Aww. locket. And I have a little bit of her fur in my locket, which I guess is extremely creepy, uh-huh. but in my mind it wasn't creepy. I, I mean, it's not creepy. I mean, I am just very... like not 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 as something that I would keep on forevermore. But she just died, and somehow yeah. I just when I went to San Francisco, I just felt like I just want to have some. 
I just want to have yeah, like a, a like a totem of some kind, like to sort of be present to her and like think about her because I had her for sixteen years. Oh wow! Um, okay. And uh, and so I showed Aaron because we were talking about we were talking about that, and she was talking to me about this this cat that she had in high school that she still misses, and uh, and I showed it to her, and she goes, "Oh, honey, don't show that to a lot of people." Well, that's what go I go ahead thinking. and just show that to a couple friends. <laughs> um, it's fine that you showed it to me. I totally get it. Don't show it to any boys. That's what. I, well, that's uh, what I was thinking. You have a cat lock. Like you have a cat, cat locket. Lock that's super you creepy. Do. And I was like, I guess. I mean, it's so funny. It is that whole thing where the second it's happening to you and it's not right, someone like, else, it completely changes the way like, this is you okay. experience this it. This is okay. No, because I, even the way people say like, I hate other people's kids, but I love my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I certainly don't hate other people's cats. I really like cats in general, but no, but your own. Cat I is never special. thought I would care that much about. I truly. I can't believe I'm, I mean it seems so horrible to say this but I didn't know that I was going to care this much when I lost her because I just had oh, really? no experience with I'd never put down a pet before and yeah. I just had I mean I just had her I just had her for yeah. 16 years it's like an, it's like I I kind of mentally told myself like at some point she's going to die yeah, you know yeah. and I'll just be okay with that because that's how life right, is right right and then that's it true. happened, and then, and then I just wasn't okay with it. And then I had to go through all the feelings of and not being okay it. with it. And we're, we're a locked with lock the hair. Well, no, the good, selfishly, I'll be honest. Like I, so I have very frequently been accused of being a cat lady. You know, uh, just how many cats do you have? Well, I had two, which I also was like that I'm does one, not a cat lady make. I'm one. Sh- I felt that as one short of like a hoarder, yeah. though. Like I know that three is not a lot, but like three for a like for many many years, a a single. Um, mm mid 30 something something um, year old woman not the most appealing thing and um so but then yeah i i lost i lost the one but but i but so hearing that just selfishly uh makes me feel better because i just feel like you took it to a new level because i didn't like i wouldn't have done that like i'm and that's it's not creepy. a judgment on you like i don't listen, you I, but listen the, the law, i already had the locket guys it was just sitting around and you just put a little hair in there I, or the hair was already in there no, I put a little hair. Oh. <laughs> this is what's so sad. Well, this is what happened. I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe that I just told everyone who listened to the podcast about the cat locket. And I was specifically told not to by Aaron Hayes. And now you've just told everybody. I mean, now really I've told everybody. Yeah. But, um, but this, because the blanket that she died in, mm-hmm. they shave her they shaved her arm so they could oh. put the shit in there. Yeah. So when I took the blanket oh. home, it had all her hair. There was like this it's little like tuft on it, and yeah. I felt she had just died, and I felt so weird about throwing it away. I just felt weird about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I literally was like, "What should I do with this? Like, what would someone do with this?" I actually thought that to myself, like, "What does someone mm-hmm. do with this?" And I was like, right, "I'm gonna put it in this locket." Like that, like okay. it be like like it just became like I gotta do. I don't do something. Like, and so now, now it's like a way of paying tribute. But having said that, I am also the person who I've n- had never been stung by a bee, and um, and I got stung by a bee like this is like ten years ago. But my first time ever getting stung by a bee, I was stung in my car on the neck. Oh. And I had just like watched some sort of, I listened to Radiolab or like that Radiolab didn't exist, but like I had watched some science thing about how amazing bees are, how amazing honeybees are and like how sad it is that honeybees sting and they they die die, and that the most, a lot of the workers are female or something like that. And like some of the, like the pollen fevers, whatever. Do you have a locket with this bee? I don't have a locket with bee in it, but I did feel so bad for the bee 
that I did take the bee out of my car and like bring it upstairs and like stay with it while it died. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. That's yeah. yeah. I felt bad for the bee. Having said that, I will crush the shit out of a spider, a cockroach, a fly. I know. I'm not like, I'm not a, I'm not a good person. Well, I'm, I got sentimental about the bee yeah, and about my cat, so weird, what, but I'm like, not, I'm not across the board. I'm not like, Oh, this poor black widow spider. I don't know. Wanna... Well, no, no cause harm to me. Although the bee falls under that category, but I wouldn't kill a bee. I've rescued many a bee from like a swimming pool or a hot tub. Yeah. I've done that. That's my, the chair, my charity work. That's my good stuff. charity work. Really good. Um, but what it's, what's a little bit odd is the, the, the spider crushing, but the bee like memorial service. I know, or whatever this is, you, uh, somehow yeah. the bee felt more. I think it probably also depends on like what's going on in my life. I was probably like scared and lonely because yeah. I had just come down here and, like, and I, I didn't live here yet and I felt alone. bad. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, this really is an episode of me admitting things I'm a, a little bit ashamed of, but um, but okay yeah, but that. with spiders, it kind of depends on the mood and what the spider looks like. I'm not yeah, a, I'm I not an equal opportunity one. spider killer. Like uh, there are some spiders where. What for whatever reason, even if I'm super creeped out by them, I will trap them under a glass and oh, put them outside. Absolutely. I'm a catch and then and another spot, and then sometimes I can, I'll kill a daddy long legs, which I'm so ashamed of because I like daddy long legs. But if I'm in a bad mood or if I'm in a rush, hmm. if I'm in a rush, I'm like, I yeah. can't deal with this right now. Really? And sometimes it just happens. Oh, I Sorry. catch and release across I know, the board. It's I do. I do. And even the juicy. I feel ones. terrible admitting this. That's, I really. All my listeners are going to stop listening because now they know what a horrible human being I am. It's possible. But then I, I think possible, that makes likely. them very, you know, unforgiving and very limited in their, you know, ability to see past this. I'm just owning up to it, guys. I think I'm over wearing the cat locket. I think when, as soon as Aaron said that to me, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. But you could, what I think might be the better way, not that I'm, I'm no expert in cat hair lockets, but like have the locket, put it on a you know, dresser or something. Put it put it on the box of her ashes on my of dresser. Ashes, like when you go get them uh-huh. and just, yeah. I got to get rid of those ashes. I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold on to those ashes. I, that's, but then what do you do I was going to scatter them. Can I not scatter, scatter them? them? No. Listen, Is that illegal? People are very, uh, probably. But yeah. like, people are very pro-scatter, but see, I have more problem with scatter than I do with like, being in my closet or on my dresser mm-hmm. for the rest of my life like mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know I, I wanted to scatter them up in like one of my favorite like i think i wanted to scatter them where i would want my ashes scattered or maybe where you will, will later have your ashes scattered so that like you guys get to be together for eternity maybe sort of is that how it works i don't really know how it works with ashes. your ashes i love the idea that yeah. your ashes need to be You're, near each other yeah. for you guys to be able and to that's what spend dictates where together. you spend eternity is where your ashes are i this is probably taking it a little too dark and i'm probably gonna get i'm gonna get a little bit of grief uh about this probably for my family but i can't help it. i think about it and why not talk about it but i will say obviously i am perpetuating something that my dad had passed away seven years ago. His his ashes are still on a table in our house. And I feel like that's not appropriate. And that is literally just out of like not knowing how to, what to do. What do you yeah. do? What do you do? Like, so, but it's, to me, I'm like, it's, it's, to me, it's like our dirty little secret. Because you don't, you don't want to come to somebody's house and there's like ashes on the table. Not, and not even like, that is, but, but that is something way. that, yeah. Not in a, not yeah. in a like, just like a hey, happenstance. Like, oh, there they are. This is a, they were like, I think they were like behind some magazines and stuff. Like, it's a dirty, <laughs> dirty secret of our family. That I'm I appreciate that you came I just feel like this it. is the place to air it. This is a good, this is a good place to air it. This is a safe place like to air talk, it, I will say. You gotta talk about this stuff. Yeah. Because you know other people do that. I, 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 first of all, I'm 100% sure that they do. And also, I just feel like the, the even the cat dying thing. It's like stumbling across 
things that I thought I was more grown up about than I am or whatever whatever you sure. think other people how other however you think other people process things or however you think you'll process things and then just finding out experientially like oh I'm not yeah whatever I however I thought I was going to handle this I'm handling it this oh other God. way and I'm sure that's true of of deaths in the family and of, of you board. know death across the board yeah. absolutely oh sure I mean I think that one you know you can't be prepared for but then the animal thing is weird because it taps into big greater feelings I yes. think about death yes and then also the animal thing that I have that you had was that was my I had had him for eight years but that was my first they were the brothers but my first pet that was my pet not yeah. like my family pet my parents having to take care of this was like my pet that I was responsible for and I was like these are my children and like how do I so you know yeah. I, I, all I'm saying is I don't ju- I, I do judge you for your locket but I also don't judge you for your locket I appreciate it because my I house des- I deserve the judgment is full of ashes of every, <laughs> every ash, and, it, and it will continue to be and there are just gonna be more ashes I've got, he's got a brother a lot of gonna, people just think it's dust it's not that your place of, is dusty yeah, it's ash my, my, right, my house is incredibly dusty <laughs> and it is also mostly ash interesting yeah, yeah. fascinating I, now, yeah. well this is a good this is a good window in because uh, when you said obviously I, know, I now know that you've lost your dad which mm-hmm. I'm very sorry about oh, thank you. um that you've mostly lost him mostly he's mo- he's mostly on except for the box ash but there he is that's on the, in, on the, in our in, house in the family home yeah um and and you also mentioned just the difference between having your own pet and having maybe a pet that mm-hmm. you had when you were younger so mm-hmm. w- w- let's put it into context yeah. where 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 were you like in your teenagerhood and where was I fit like location? Yeah. GPS. I was in Brooklyn. I was in Park Slope. Great. Same same house I grew up. So like the ashes are in the home that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, and P.S. My childhood bedroom. Like the, the no, the entire house is a museum to my childhood and my our, our life, our family life. Like we my I have I should have I think it might be too crazy, but I, ha- I do did take a picture of my childhood bedroom for a friend and it's still the same I, oh no like identical and actually I, I sent you a picture of me and Sarah Paulson yeah. when we were a kid yeah. and she and I sent her the picture I emailed it to her and was like hey look familiar like like a year ago or something and she's like I, I have to tell you that it looks like a set from a play and she said and if the curtain came up and this was what you saw on stage you would know the story instantly yeah you would know because it's like it's porcelain dolls. It's stuffed animals. There's like an, an award that looks like an Oscar from like my sixth grade, like acting or no eighth grade when I think I graduated eighth grade. I got like an acting award and it looks like an Oscar and it probably says like best actress or something. And then yeah. there's like things hanging from from the cruise that I was on where I sent you the pictures of me and my sister in the eighties. Yeah, there's like thing that's like Costa Riviera, like it, my whole and the, oh, it's a chain. Those are hung on a chain of paper of colored paper clips across this yeah it's a whole thing mm-hmm. god it's so interesting do you have siblings i have a sister I okay have a sister older sister uh-huh um and were your parents together when you were growing yeah, up mm-hmm. whole the whole time all the way up through oh, until your dad passed oh, away what yeah. what how did your dad pass away uh cancer oh, the, yeah. the common killer yeah. um, but he was older when i was born so he actually was 80 and i was 30 when okay. when he passed away so you know not a consolation but at least like a wasn't like a 55 year old man right where you're like that's not how does that happen yeah yeah Yeah. um but yeah brooklyn yeah yeah Yeah. and 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 you had it's so it's uh, park slope is one of those areas where i've been that i think of as a place that people migrate to and i I forget that like of course of course families have homes and grow up and live there and start that that's how the families get there in the first place what's like la people like 
nobody's from LA, but people are. But yeah, for sure, New York, that's how people, but it was, it was 100% squid in the whale. Like my upbringing mm. was like, it was a bunch of- What did your parents do? Artists, both artists. So it was like this, mm. th- that area, what had happened was, it was really run down. Like it was really, and I think my dad had, either he, because he was writing, at one point he was like, Oh, well, he's working for MetLife, but he also worked for Life magazine at one point as a writer. And I, there was this plane crash in, it was insane. It was like two big, like big, you know, not jumbo jet. I don't know. They, mm-hmm. they, cause both JFK and, um, what's the other one? Um, it's JFK and LaGuardia. I, LaGuardia yeah. are both very close in Queens. Yeah. And so two big like jets crashed in the 60s and the plane like fuselage landed on 7th avenue and sterling maybe mm-hmm. and knocked down a building and all this stuff and this like one only one kid survived and he it was crazy anyway so i think my dad had maybe come to cover some of that and seen this neighborhood and was like what the what because the architecture the buildings the beautiful Victorian, incredible these yeah. brownstones and so then people were starting artists and sort of like I don't know if they were like aging hippies or what, but they were starting to buy into the area, which was not a very good neighborhood. But And it was redlined. You couldn't get a mortgage. It was like bad neighborhood. And so my parents ended up being like, hey, we can't afford Manhattan. Let's move into this area. So it was still p- pretty seedy. Like I growing up, my bedroom was right on the um, courtyard, the front courtyard, mm-hmm. and like clockwork at like 2, 3 in the morning if I was up doing homework like a, a homeless person would would knock on my window oh and I, yeah and then i would like freeze and go like shut the light off so it was like kind of a cd but but then all these like artists moving in and yeah yeah it was a great i loved living there what, what did your mom do artistically she growing up she was more doing um more doing she was doing um uh, um book design and illustration, that type of thing. And then my dad was a sculptor. But then she got into um, Chinese brush painting, um, Mm. which I believe she calls oriental brush painting. But I don't think you're supposed to call it that. Um, So yeah, like a little Italian woman, like selling like oriental (laughs) landscapes. Um, Uh, She's very good at it. So the creative household, that's really cool. And your sister, is she artistic? Yes, she's a writer, but she ended up now, she works at USC in the press office. So... Mm -hmm. um, and she will be listening to this. She listens to your podcast. So, oh, so that's hello, so Eliza. Cool. Hello, hey, Eliza. Eliza. Um, Love it. Now I've just outed her, like where she works. Now. Eliza and everyone else. I'm sorry for the cat locket, guys. I yeah, really am. she would have a cat locket. She has a cat. She has a big white like show cat. So, oh, a show well, cat. It's not literally a show cat, but <laughs> like a Persian, like it, like yeah, you, like looks, you should be in commercials. It, yeah, so it looks like it looks like the fancy feast cat. Mm-hmm, she will mm-hmm. full on be wearing a locket. She'll be wearing like a a like cat hair like um utility belt or i don't know what i don't know what like a i really should have done more with all that hair yeah. you know those people that like knit things out of <laughs> yeah. their dog and cat hair i've never knitted anything out of like cat hair do you knit were you I knitting something knit. on burning love i Someone was, was. I think it might have been i can't I? remember i go who. through phases with the knitting yeah i, I don't never know knitted. i might have been knitting yeah i'd like to i feel like it's one of those things i feel like i should know like people who know me i feel like they'd be they like would, oh, oh she oh, knows she how knits. to knit of course she knits. yeah because i am fairly crafty but i don't I'm knit crafty. i like to make well one of my first jobs uh when i was in college was working at a like a bead store oh, like a really? hippie a bead, bead store. store so i learned how to like solder metal and like Ooh. really make like necklaces, necklaces and, and stuff like and- that and i enjoy that very much and uh but i don't and, and and i can sew but i don't 
I don't have a sewing machine anymore. So if I like sew, oh, okay. I'll just like stitch hand. together and some hand sew like stuff and, and whatnot. But, but I do like, like even just making friendship bracelets and stuff like anything still. like that. Friendship I still, I still like, hands? they still make them. They're do still they? around. Yeah. Very eighties to me. They are very eighties. Yeah. Sometimes I'll tell you what I've done. I have taken, I have made them and used them as trim on clothing, which is actually looks really cool. I'll show does you it? a jacket. I when would we, like to see yeah, it. When we finish up. See if it does look I think you'll appreciate it. Okay. I'm curious. Um, but, uh, okay. So, and so you knew pretty early on that you wanted to be second grade. Second yeah. grade was in my first play. Uh, it was called the Final Dress Rehearsal, and it was a play within a play. And I was uh, oh, the actress complicated. playing Cinderella. Complicated uh-huh. for yeah, second yeah, yeah. grade. Oh yeah, yeah. No, very meta. Very yeah. So you really had to prepare two roles. I did. I did. I had to be the actress. Yes, actually, there's one part where the actress playing Cinderella is chewing bubble gum, and let me tell you, there was no actual bubble gum. So in it, I'm like oh. seven years old, and I'm like. And then yeah. the fake director is like, spit out that gum. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, it's all, I have some of it on tape. So it's pretty amazing. Oh, I love um, to and see so, a snippet yeah. of oh, that. Oh, yeah, I would love to show it to you. And yeah, uh, so, yeah, that was where I, I uh, caught the bug. Uh, understandable. Understandable. With a play like that, it's hard it to. I'll tell you exactly what was it was. Was it? The applause. At the end, the clapping, I was like, like I remember the feeling. It's interesting. People, yeah, uh, uh, people talk about that a lot with stand-up comedy too is like the importance of having that exchange with the audience and I think that exists for me to some degree but I don't think I get the rush from it that I'm not I always wanted. I always wanted. Well, just applause. Like just live applause and I I really enjoy the engaging of like, especially with improv, a feeling like we're mm-hmm. all kind of in on something mm-hmm. um, that we're just all creating like an hour and a half of personal jokes together and that the oh audience God. is somehow a part of that. But, um, but I don't know that I'm like trying to remember doing plays growing up. If I felt that feeling like at the end of a show, like taking a bow, if that really fed mm-hmm. me in the same way that it feeds some people. And I'm not well, sure. It sounds like you thing. actually are fed by the nourished if you will, mm-hmm, by the creative mm-hmm. process, I am nourished by the applause, <laughs> by the, the <laughs> accolades. But, but, but at the same time, look, you became, you're not a stage actress as no, much no. now. You and know, actually, you're, you're, yeah. you're in film and television, and so yeah. not so much with the applause. No, and it's actually, like the, yeah, the opposite. It's true. And becomes. actually, now I'm afraid of stage, to be honest. Like, yeah. I'm afraid of, like, I don't want to, I mean, I would do a play. I'm scared, so scared to do a play. Um, but then even the sketch fest, the panel, I was like a little petrified. And even I was going to the first night that I, Got there, I went to see um, uh, Sex, a.k.a. Winners and Boobs. Mm-hmm. And um, I and then I was, um, Beth Dover, Joe Latrulio's wife, uh, had texted me and was like, hey, they want to have like audience questions, like plants for audience questions. Yeah. Do you want to do it? And I immediately wrote back, absolutely not. I was like, no way, too scared, sorry. Can't do it. That's like, so funny. Yeah, I was like so, so funny and so like. Thank you. But I was very scared. I got very my and she was like, "Come on!" And then I was like, and then I kind of was like, "Okay, if they really want me to, I'll do it." Like I wanted. Like then I kind of kind of got into it a little bit. And then yeah, let me tell you, like when it became when it was my, I was like very nervous, I kept reading my cue over and over again, like they had printed <gasps> oh, it out for I me. I love it. And then I was like, it was my turn. And then I like went into a full. Care. I was like, excuse me, I have a question. <laughs> um, it's just like if any of you like, like I was like, I'm gonna make this a character. Like it was retarded. Like I and after it was over, I was like so excited that I had done it and ridiculous, like ridiculous. I love it though. I love that 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 ended up being such. A pleasure. I, it was. It was. And by the way, let me just say for 
everybody to hear Sketchfest was amazing. Oh, I thank can't you even so much. Like it took me I I over and over again was like asking other people. I was like, so Janet, like Janet like runs this? Like Janet, this is like because I couldn't like obviously I know you from Burning Love and I couldn't process it was such a big event. And I even learned, I think last night that you had twenty six venues or twenty three. Yeah, venues I think it was like it's. I, I can't remember. I think it was twenty six. Like unbelievable, yeah, and the crazy. and how smoothly it ran, and how available you were too to like. I hit you up for some passes, and you're well. Like, that's because I sincerely like you. So I, oh, I, really I there are there are emails that I pretend that I had. I don't. I don't. I won't say I pretend not to get them, but there are emails that I just don't have. T- I literally course. don't have time well, to look at with requests. Had but. and had time to not only respond to my emails, but that you. I was like, is your oven beeping? Saying, I just heard a beep. Yeah, that's my phone ringing. Oh, okay. Because um, I thought it was. No one calls this this number. Uh, hang on, guys. I'm just uh-huh. gonna pause it for a second so that I can find out good, who is soliciting me. Also, okay, so. good. I I uh, I I think you know what I think we were talking about Sketchfest. We just oh, we took another right. really long break that we will uh, seem as if no time passed to you guys. Uh, the person who called did not leave a message. Everyone, I can't solve that mystery for you. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, I did take a pee break though. Uh, Carlos took a pee break. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. We talked through the door. Through the door. Like, this is, it's been a real chatty day. Yeah, it's, it's been a chatty delight. day. It's also been like because when you because you did it first earlier in the day mm-hmm. um, when I first got here, like you know what? I'm just going to do I it. Just felt ready. I'm going to pee. I'm going to pee and talk to you through the door and. Uh, and you acknowledge it and sort of like, we're there. We're already there. Like, we're we going to do this. We're going there. And 100%. so I feel like the fact that we both did it today yeah. is sort of like, we've really, I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a new relationship level. That I we, think so too. Yeah. We're moving yeah. very fast. We're moving very fast. I'm okay with it. I feel it. okay about it. I feel very I'm not okay. Scared. I feel very, very I feel okay. okay with about it. I just said I feel very, very okay with about it. Did you? I did. I added some extra words. I yeah. wanted to get all my bases barrier. covered yeah. just in case. The more the um, I'm very glad that you came up to Sketchfest. I'm glad that you had a good time. I had a great time. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm still recovering. I think probably that's true. Are. I guess I'm still recovering. I probably will be for a while. But uh, yeah. um, No, there was one night where um, my my boyfriend and I had come to meet you and get the passes and you're, you, there was a red, redness level to your eyes that yeah. was that, and he had never met you before. And he said, he was like, she, I think she was very stressed. I think she oh, was yeah. very, yeah. Well, I do have naturally sense overly sensitive eyes. So okay. there are a couple things that happen. One, I ride my bike everywhere and I rode my bike, was riding my bike exclusively up in San Francisco. And, um, and I like particulates get into my contact okay. lenses. I have contact so too. yeah, they get really red for that. They get definitely red from fatigue. Well, yeah. And, um, That's what I figured. I mean, yeah. no, and you know, no, no judgment about the I know, but I wish but right they didn't they're because they're red. frequently when I shoot, my eyes are red oh, and like I have to, I, and I don't like using those blue drops because they're just oh. like creepy. Yeah. Well, you're very fair colored, fair skin, fair, fair sensitive eyes. Like blue eyes. Sensitive blue eyes. Big what? sensitive blue eyes. They come at a cost. They do, do they? They come I, at I, the cost I, you of for them. red you stinging problems. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were very red that night. Like I, very red. I know. Like I'm, very, very I'm ashamed. Red. No, but the fact that you had the passes, I mean, it was, you know, it was amazing. And we, and then, oh, and then the last night we went to go to Stella because that was he, the whole thing was he wanted to go to Stella. And so, and he had bought tickets. Like he had bought tickets, I think, before we'd ever met and that was the whole like he was go- he almost had come down from Toronto with friends the year before for sketch oh, just so you know just is, that feels I'm just like a million you. bucks I love it so that was brought up very early on in the dating like hey you know I'm going to this thing and da 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 didn't even know that it was your thing that's what was so weird so anyway he bought tickets to Stella and you had given us those passes and I I have never so I, the only other pass I've ever had in my life was 
when I went on a uh, vacation with my mother with like a bunch of like 70 and 80 year olds um, on once on a cruise twice to be honest <laughs> it's the same travel group it's an extension of AARP and I, oh. we went once on a cruise and then once recently this summer to Ireland and you wear a pass that has your name this this pass for Sketchfest that you made it I wore it a lot and we walked up to Stella with our we were like let's put our passes on but he had bought tickets so like yeah. we didn't need to have them on <laughs> And I think it might have been sold out. I'm not sure. But anyway, the guy, the like bouncer dude was like, oh, come here. Like, you know, artists or whatever. And I was so, and then they were like, oh, you probably need backstage, you know, bracelets. But like, you just have to get someone to vouch for you. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, uh, uh, Janet, uh, you know, I think I dropped your name or whatever. And they were like, okay, just have someone vouch. And I was like, okay, da, da, da. And then we went in and then we just couldn't believe that we didn't even have to pick up the tickets he paid for. And like, it was so, and then, we did get brought back upstairs, like in the back. I mean, I just am saying I've never felt. Oh, so, I love that. I'm I so shocked to hear you special. say that, though, because it seems like you should have had experiences like that, just being in the business no. and shooting stuff that like people would be like, no, my only oh, other let's give you all access to da, 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 whatever. No, a couple months ago, I went to the Rose Bowl and I was like, hey, it was like paid parking, which I don't like to do in general. And I was like, oh, excuse me, like how much is it or whatever? And because I was late, I was meeting friends and he was like, oh, it's like it's ridiculous, like $20 or something. And I was like, oh, never mind. I think I'm going to go try to find the free parking or whatever. And the guy was like, well, I mean, you can park. I can I can give you that spot. And it was like the first spot in the whole oh. lot. And I was like. Oh, okay. How much? Yeah. Like, what? What do you? I just told you. I don't What's happening right now? And he was like, "I just have to. You just have to answer one question." And I was like, "Okay." And he was like, "Are you on bones?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, I am." And I literally like called my friend later and was like, "That's the biggest perk I've ever gotten: free parking, front and center at the Rose Bowl." So between the passes great. at Sketchfest. And a few months ago, Rose Bowl flea market. Flea market. Oh, I love that. That was. This is the like. No, I, I don't get, get there. shit. I don't yeah. know if you're allowed to curse on this thing. You are. I don't get anything ever. I get sometimes I get hairspray. <laughs> I a lot of hairsprays. I'll get hooked up with some hairspray. But other than that, the parking and then the sketch fest walking in and the backstage passes. This just makes you even more charming to me. Oh well, thank you. And also, I have not been to the Rose Bowl flea market in a long time. I've got to get back yeah. there. I do oh, enjoy I got a new one for you. Troll. And I, you know, I probably shouldn't say this because I don't want it to get overcrowded. But the PCC flea market, the Pasadena Community College. Oh, I've been. That okay. one I have been I to. Really I like really like it too in the garage and outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great deals because the Rose Bowl. They're yes. all like hoity toity. They know, they know yeah. what they have, yeah. and they're jacked. Or they it up. know what they yeah, they yeah, they jacked that it up. I don't like. Regardless, I agree. You're not. Yeah, actually, deals. I did like. I think I've done much better at this. PCC, PCC, you do great. They're like, yeah, okay, okay, you can't. Oh, it's a hundred. Uh, how much is this chair? Hundred dollars. Oh, that's too much. Uh, how about fifteen? <laughs> what? Okay, all right. <laughs> what? It's yours. Fifteen dollars. Oh, oh, okay. Like they really want to get, oh, rid, of get stuff. rid of stuff. I like yeah. it. So, price to yeah. move. It Whether you know to... that it's price to move oh, or not, you sure. might have to turn get it some into deals. being price to move. I shouldn't be telling people that. Oh, mm. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. And good to be reminded of. I always forget about the, the flea markets. Yeah. Um, the parking thing uh, led me to want to ask this question, though, about mm-hmm. about when you were a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, did you drive, like, in parks? No. Right? Because a lot my of my East Coast friends. Okay, when see, I moved here. I like to pretend like I was emotionally an East Coast person because I just didn't drive uh, even when I drive? I grew up in Arizona where you have to oh, drive. Oh, okay. And I just okay. didn't drive when I was in high school um, uh, because I was afraid of both my parents' cars because they drove stick shifts. Oh, And geez, so my friends yeah. would sometimes let me drive. Like I had my permit and they would let me drive oh. their cars, but I just never... I don't know. I think that I had like anxiety about it or for whatever reason. And then I moved to Flagstaff and um, 
then when I was in school, I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I just had my bike and I didn't need a car at all. Oh, okay. uh, and then I didn't have one in San Francisco for the longest oh, time. Yeah, so I had to like one. relearn how to drive and in, in my later, here. yeah, in, no. but in my mid twenties, but so many friends of mine from the East coast were like, Oh, that's totally normal. I didn't have to drive. I yeah. lived in New York. Right. And then everybody else is always like, Oh my God, you don't have a license. Like, and yeah. I, for me, I'm like proud, proud that I just ever got one to be honest. Yeah. Like I was, it's intimidating to have to do well for me to revisit all the stuff, but like to start from this for just kind of start from scratch when yeah. like people have been doing it for 10 years around you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most um, of that are your same age. Yeah. Yeah. I failed the driving test twice. I think before did you I got- do New York to just LA I or did, did you live anywhere in between? Did I oh, living wise? Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's because I lived, I mean, I, you know, went to college in Ithaca, but like you didn't have to drive there cause you were sort of in this little, um, community. Yeah. Like, there's a college town and the whole thing. Um, and then, yeah, New York. And then, yeah, I came here after my, uh, agent dropped me in New York. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I was just like, I can't start over. Like I just, it was, and so my Sarah Paulson was out here and she was. And you guys just grew up together? Is that? Yeah. Since we were 11. And so, yeah. you know, Liz too, I guess. I obviously. do. Yeah. 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 Her sister. I don't know Sarah. I just know Liz. Oh, really? Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, Liz since she was nine and Sarah since she was 11. And so Sarah was like, you know, you have to come to LA. Like you just said, it's, this is where the work is or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you know, and I feel like I made the move that, I mean, I know people do it later, but like the move you can only make when you're 25 where you're just like, oh, hi, I'm going to go try it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like 12 years later, I'm like, um, I left my whole family and everything I know and I can't get back like there, yeah. you know, you just, my life is here now. And, but it's just, I did it being like, why not? You know, yeah. and like packed up a car, like didn't drive, packed up a car and then had it shipped over but like <laughs> but like my I my, was about to ask oh, you no, if the cross no, country adventure I, happened I did fly but I know but the cross country a- adventure happened in my 1986 Toyota camera and this is in like the year well by the time I officially moved stuff it was probably the year 2000 I think it was in 2000 or something and um yeah and had it shipped across and then was driving that little 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 guy around um and didn't know anybody except Sarah and just uh but yeah, there was like work here, so I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is where I got to be." When do you, when you were in high school, did you have like an agent and stuff by that time? Were you trying to get jobs? Well, outside of high school, yes and no. I went to LaGuardia, which is Music and Art and Performing Arts, which is the Fame School, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, but they don't let you work uh, while you're there because you're an unfinished product. And so you're do just they use that term? I don't think they say product, but, okay. um, but yeah, you're, you know, um, so they don't want you to have an agent. They don't want you to work. And then my senior year, I literally like have one of those stories of like right place, right time, like ridiculousness. Like I was going to see the seniors put on a play, each class puts on, and I think there were three plays and I was supposed to go, I was supposed to be studying for a physics test, but I wanted to go see the, one of the play, the other senior plays. And I was a senior as well. And this casting director walked up to me in the lobby and she was like, you know, are you a senior? And I said, yes. And are you an acting, you know, a theater major? Yes. And she's like, I'm Ellen Parks and I'm casting this movie called Swelter. And I knew the movie because she had contacted my acting teacher asking for girls of a certain type to come audition. And Sarah had auditioned Mm -hmm. and a couple other actresses, uh, friends who were in the, you know, theater program. And so I knew it wasn't like a weird thing or whatever. And so I had over the span of, this is the very end of senior year through graduating ended up having five auditions and it was spanking the monkey david russell's first movie mm-hmm. so i shoot that the summer between um 
high school and college, but I had done like early acceptance to Cornell. I was on a track of like getting back to academics. My mother was like, you're, you have to be at school. Like, I don't really care about like if he, cause I was like, well, David's not sure if he'll finish the movie on. And she was like, oh no, no, he will finish. <laughs> and she called him and she called him oh, and she wow. said, Carla has That's to so be cool. at orientation on, you know, August 26th. And, and she, he was like, well, I'll try. And she's like, no, she, she will be at orientation on the 26th like whether you're done with her or not like it was yeah. like great like you do now i know like you just don't do that yeah and they did and i finished at five in the morning and we like drove halfway and then i was at cornell by 5 p.m oh my gosh and so i got an agent listen to her like, yeah my mom no yeah, oriental brush like, painting uh, oriental brush yeah you have to have a very strong arm no, I don't know. Um, strong will. Strong will for oriental dress painting. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so that was how it... And then, yeah, I got an agent and all that from there. But I loved that movie when it came out. It was... Talk about, like, something I never thought I would see, I guess, which is weird because... you saw it. When you look at... I did. I saw it in the oh, theater. Really? Um, yeah. I oh. was, like, a super, like, Indie I want to see... Yeah. I, like, I'll see yeah. it all. I'll see all wow. the... I mean, I, I would see all the independent movies because I, I fancied oh, myself wow. like a, you know, film snob. Yeah. yeah. Um, when, however, we were... Old we were when yeah, that came like out, but... Yeah, like, 19. Um, it's a per- it's, that's a perfect time because I lived yeah. in Flagstaff and there was, like, the University Theater and... Oh, yeah. Um, and I just was so, like fascinated by um you know there's not that much to do in flagstaff it's a i mean there there is like it's beautiful and there's Mm -hmm. mountains and snow and all this but you know when you're in college like living in an apartment one of my roommates and i um he and i both just like loved film and so and we lived across the street from this place called hastings which is basically like a it's like a gigantic i guess it's 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 bigger than a blockbuster like it just was like a, it's a it was like a huge barnes and nobly kind of place but okay. they also had rentals oh. and they just had like a, the most obscure films ever and so i saw okay. all of these like movies that nobody else was seeing but then spanking the monkey came out in the theater and i saw it um and i and i say that like and for those of you who don't know it is uh it's a very direct like it's straight up like mother son incest oh and it's so it's a comedy it's like a it's a comedy it's really uncomfortable comedy really uncomfortable but um but i was just it's it's obviously those kinds of relationships exist in like greek mythology and like you know the old the old school stuff but you just don't see that uh in film nowadays and i and it was i was i was so stunned by it and i was so intrigued by it and just fascinated and impressed yeah it's dark but it's funny but it's heartbreaking and awful and uncomfortable and yeah i thought he did a great job i didn't know what i was working on i mean my parents read it and i think my dad was like uh i this seems he said something like this seems like a b porn or something like that like a b level porn he said something like that and yet they still let me do it so i don't know what that's well they're artists they're artists so they were like just do be create i don't know but they let me do it and um like i said it was called swelter at the time and then it became spanking the monkey and then on my for my part, I remember going to Sundance, and that was the first time I'd ever seen it. And people were laughing, and I was horrified because I didn't know that it was funny at all. And so, and it's a dark comedy, very dark, yes. very dark. Yes. But I was, I had, I had just come out of you know this conservatory high school, and I had really approached it from a very you know you know. I remember David wanted me to wear this eye patch because the mother like scratches my yeah. eye, yeah. and it was this big eye, and I'm sure it was very funny. 
and I kept making them cut it down because I was embarrassed. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't get it. Like I was just yeah, like, yeah, you were an actress. Wanna, you know, yeah. And like, it's just, that's embarrassing and blah, 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 blah. But like, then I was like, oh, it's funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, but I'm sure part of my earnestness is like whatever comedy there is on my part. It was like, just, I was very I am earnest. very excited to watch that now that we know each other, actually. Oh, you, oh it's pretty. I feel that way about a lot of the stuff you've done, actually. Cause oh, I remember, thanks. I think I remember seeing you. It's not, not to get too show busy, guys. I'm going to get back to some other stuff in a second, mm-hmm. but, um, you were someone that, like, I remember. I may not have known you by name at that point, but when I first came down here, I remember seeing you at an audition or two. Oh, really? And and being like, I really like that girl. I like oh God, her really? stuff. And um, and it was you were one of the people that it felt for me surreal and really good to be like because because I had the same. I had a well for me. I had not taken this side of things particularly seriously like I really was just going to stay in San Francisco forever and I wasn't planning on pursuing a career in acting anymore I thought I was going to do that and then I just like stopped and took a really long break and then I was just doing sketch for fun blah 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 and um and so when I came down here it was like a temporary like quick like Oh, they're, you know, these, these guys that like want to manage me are like saying that mm-hmm. I got to come down and just try pilot season and mm-hmm. like, I'll just come down and I'll just crash on some friends couches and then I'll go back up to San Francisco and no, yeah, I'm yeah. done. And that'll be that. And I'll have sort of had this kind of wild experience for this couple of months. Yeah. And, um, and so I think it, it might've been my first pilot season or whenever it was. Okay. I can't, I, I, I can almost remember like? when I saw you, oh my God. I mean, I can almost remember where I saw you, which I think was for. I want to say it was for um, that's that office isn't interesting to anyone, but it's like one of the offices, like on 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 like Cole Street or whatever. It's like kind of pat down down south of Santa Monica, like on Cole or on Cahuenga or something. Okay, where the girls like um, isn't there but like Amy and a- Amy and trying to think of who they're go not in there and anymore, it's sort of but... like a little complex yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and you like walk yeah. in and then there's like it's really random. there's like a weird you it's like dark and then you walk in it's almost like some old apartment complex but it's not and there's like a maybe like a like a chair like a picnic table in the middle of like a dingy courtyard but then there the office is like, I feel like i'm mixing up two different places i probably am too but anyway point being yeah yeah the the point is that i i it was cool to see it still seems so surreal to me. And so to see people in a room auditioning for the same role that I was auditioning for that I had seen and stuff and recognized and thought of as like working actresses, it was just kind of a fun, I had moments like that where I was like, Oh, I'm right. right, I guess I'm somebody's taking me seriously enough to, to, to put me in the same waiting room as you know, this person. And that's um, funny to me to hear. I mean, I'm just like, it's so, so nice to hear it. Cause I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It just. I. I marvel at like anybody thinking that, or even like really recognizing me. Like I don't. You know. I mean, I would say like in later years, like Bones and stuff like that. It's a very. That's like a very right wide audience or whatever. So it's becoming a little bit more like, oh, okay, people actually do know. But like number one at audition, you know, yeah, like I walk in there feeling very much like. You know, either I see somebody and I go, oh man, like they're gonna. I'm never gonna get this. Like that person's gonna get it. Or I just like. I feel like I'm. Yeah, so the idea that even people, I'm still surprised when people are like, I loved 
this or that or yeah. like whatever you know like I'm like oh oh okay like it's very new to me the concept of like people knowing my work or yeah you know well that happened to me I'm not to like get too excited but it's funny because yeah. I know you know Clea yeah yeah and um from Carnival yeah. and uh and she I had yesterday guys was my birthday today Sunday the the 17th and yesterday the 16th was my birthday and I had a uh, very last minute sort of random um great hodgepodge of people over and uh and you did you were they there when you were there melanie what? melanie melanie linsky and, and clea came Wait, last night what and uh oh. but i think you had already the you hadn't come yet and I hadn't, what you hadn't come yet and they came early i think no way so Are they were serious? here and uh and i don't i've only met clea okay. a couple of times this is the most bizarre well clea is one of my one of my closest friends okay and, so, so wait, wait 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 she was here last night yeah she was here and I was here. Yeah. We missed each other. Yes. I didn't come that late, though. She must have, like, they must have come very They early. came early because they had to go to another party. What? This is so, so yeah. So Mel and Clea came. And, uh, oh, my God. And I, and, I, and I didn't, I wasn't thinking through the fact that you guys would be friends. But, of course, you, I mean, of oh, course, yeah. obviously, no, you would one, be. one of my closest friends. Um, and she said when we were leaving, uh, or when she was leaving, I was walking them out. And, and, uh, and, I was, and we were like, oh, we should hang out sometime with Melanie. And we should get, now, obviously, yeah. you're included in that. And uh, and she was like, "Yeah, I would love to do that. I, I'm I really am a fan of your work." And I almost shit myself. I was oh. like, "Oh my god, what? I'm oh. no, 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 no. I'm a fan of your like what?" She's like, "You're really funny." And I seriously, yeah. I felt like I'd never been complimented before in my life because I was so tickled. I was just yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, that's I know, great." Like I would like- never expect her to have seen anything oh, I've yeah. ever done. Oh yeah, I mean, I feel so, like, yeah, especially yes when you're like, "Wait, but I know who you are." Like, yeah, what are you, you know, yeah. Who I am. Oh, it's a, it's a really good feeling. A, so that's yeah. a good, that's as good as any audience clapping, I guess. If we yeah, want to go back absolutely. to the applause, that yeah. definitely does feel like. Oh my god, to oh, be like acknowledged. So cool. I feel like when anybody, that's my whole thing. Because sometimes people will be like, you know, if it's like a person on the street type of thing of like, "Oh, I'm sorry," like, "It's okay, I'm so sorry," or "Can I take a picture?" Or like at Sketchfest, that type of thing. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, who doesn't want? somebody to acknowledge what you do and say that they appreciate what you do like you know what I mean like whether you're like a bagger at Ralph's like if for somebody to be like thank you that was awesome like what you did was great like that's what that's what I feel like I'm yeah like, anybody. anybody we all we as as yeah. emotional social human creatures we all yeah want to be felt want like that? we're of value I mean even last night when we were playing uh Oh, you guys left before we played Celebrity mm. but we played Celebrity as yeah. like the last thing of the night and Paul Gamartin um just like said this funny thing under his breath to Maria Bamford who was sitting next to him uh, as they were both like making just ridiculous silly comments to each other but Paul like we played around and Paul did a really great round mm-hmm. of like you know giving the clues and everyone yeah. getting the people got a ton of them and and just under his breath he goes like I am a value oh no and, <laughs> and Maria started laughing but it's like this understood thing of where you know just just yeah. Even in a game, even in the yeah, most the, casual yeah. game, you know, situation where there's no stakes at all, we feel people want to feel like yeah. I'm contributing. I'm appreciated. I'm being acknowledged yeah. for 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 right. playing my part in some like, way I and did like something. being I'm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm worthwhile. And yeah. then obviously, like for what you know, you could go, go go down the road of why people become actors and like extra oh, needing yeah. that and extra feeling like they have to oh, have yeah. the acknowledgement to feel worthy. But oh yeah, I mean, there's some of that I think going on in like almost all of us. Of I mean, probably all of us human beings, but as actors, I feel like you're. But then it tip, when the scales tipped a little bit and it's too much of that, and you're like, oh, you're just like a gaping wound. Right. And like you do this because you just need to be validated <gasps> right, over right. and over, and you'll never hear enough good stuff. Yeah, and that's when you're like. Meh. I don't yeah. need to be classified in that category. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. There's yeah, 
there's definitely like a very broad range, a very yeah. broad scale that you sort of hope people recognize you fall somewhere on that isn't too far yeah, on the yeah, side yeah. of like yeah and i don't feel like please I, feed me yeah, make me feel yeah, important right and i don't i yeah, love me like i don't think I, I mean i hope not i don't think i'm like too far gone and the like i don't need it but yeah i like it and like what was that like when you were in high school were the people uh, going to a performing arts school was it yeah. was it competitive in that way were there people that like did it become this hunger for like i need to be the best at this in a way that maybe it wouldn't have been if yeah. you could be the shining star like you know the whole difference between like little yeah. fish big pond big fish little Very pond so. to be you know people who like i didn't go to a school that was particularly known for performing yeah and i think i you know benefited yeah. if you will for better or for worse from being actress, like uh, you know there aren't that many of us and like i'm getting the lead roles yeah. and like it just wasn't that competitive yeah versus but you probably were more prepared for the kind of competition that exists here just in being in I more guess, of a microcosm maybe of that. i don't know i mean because like, i came out of a this school that sarah and i had gone to this little school in brooklyn we were that like i was the i was the actress and she came in and i was yeah. like, excuse me so it was like <laughs> the two like then we were a little bit in competition but we then both went on to laguardia together like and there i mean i think yes there was competition there was more than anything literally every single one of us from we're 14 year old and we're like i'm gonna be a star like we all literally thought we were gonna be stars all yeah. of us yeah. and um yes there was definite like so and so like you want to do a scene with so and so you got to try to like get that person to be your scene partner because that person's the darling or like there was definite and then they would have they did senior year do showcases and you would they would invite because they're kind of like okay you are a finished product and so you want representation and so you do these scenes and who the agent responds to sarah and i did a scene together and but i think i played like a 60 year old woman and she was like the ingenue like i was like <laughs> this was the, it was stacked against me so she got some manager or agent was like very interested in her i didn't get i didn't get shit like you nobody talked nothing. to me nobody nothing so um yeah there was definitely a competition of like oh and then who's gonna go on to like work and who's gonna be an actor and who's gonna yeah. Sure. Which is like, I mean, that's just like an intense because that's a time when there's so much to me. It seemed like there's so much social anxiety and pressure anyway. Yeah, and then like also dating and stuff. I feel like well, I didn't do any of that. And I mean, I didn't, you didn't do any, do any of it. Oh well, my that's my God. question because to me, it feels like like I talk about that here with like you know, listen, what we do all day is just get rejected anyway. Yeah. So the idea of like adding a part of your private life, like bringing, inviting that in, in your private life also mm. like, okay, I go out, I hope that like, I'm, you know, attractive and charming and good for this job. And yeah. then I don't get it. And that's disappointing. Yeah. And I have to like, not let that reflect on my, my feelings yeah. about myself or my value. Yeah. And then the idea of like going out into the world and then, you know, for your private life dating and sort of auditioning for people or having them audition for you feels like oh my god that's so tiresome and then when you add like raging hormones onto that in high school it just seems like it could be a real like boiler of just craziness yeah nothing was boiling for me i was like i think i was very uh a late bloomer and um I will say I purposely did not send you certain photos. Um, uh, there, yes, the the, uh, the the boyfriend vetoed a few. Like I was like fully ready to sort of like should I just do this? Like should I yeah. just? And I'm sure some of it's like because we're friends. Like I'm like oh I can trust. Like, and then I was like what are we doing? Like, these should not be released into public. Like I like he looked at That's me. He was I like get you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like oh this is fun. It's just friends. And um he was like you your hair like you clearly didn't understand. Like my hair is like like. I, I want to hit puberty. My hair started to curl, but like I would brush it. So it's just, a, oh. it's down to like whatever 
little amount of breasts I had begun yeah. to have. And there, it's like down there, then there's like a huge puff of a bang that's on a side. It's a side bang. Okay. And then the hair is pinned maybe up on one side and the clothes... Oh. What's, what is going on this today? Is, I think it's your a oven busy repair day. Is here. Oh, no, could be. Guys, hang on. Okay. All right. This is... Uh, the outcome was that it was a beautiful orchid. The Possibly the biggest orchid I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, beautiful. Um, a beautiful uh, post-birthday orchid. Yes. Gorgeous. Um, we love it, guys. Uh, okay, so... I was talking about my frizzy non-sexual... Hair. My frizzy, frizzy hair. hair. And to, to nobody's surprise, there were, there, were no, there were no suitors. And I just... Mostly, I just had crushes. I did send you that picture of my... That was my... my I was obsessed with that boy. Obsessed. Oh. I was a freshman. He was a senior. We were on the fencing team together. Okay. If that gives Hello you any... You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love no, it. Athletic. Oh. Talented. Sexually... Fencing. Uh, repress. No, I had it um, <laughs> undeveloped, not repressed, undeveloped. But uh, so yeah, so I had this crush, but I like I had crushes, and then by senior year, you heard me right, senior year, yeah, I received my first kiss, mm. and I was wearing a retainer while it happened, oh. and then um, talk I about I, a feeling you never forget is the feeling of braces and yeah. the feeling of a retainer. Yeah, those mm-hmm. two things, like the plastic. Well, there's another reason I'll never forget. I still wear a retainer. At night, Ooh. when I sleep, I, sleep I would like it. to. I I've been thinking about the fact that I think I would like a retainer for my lower teeth. I think your teeth look great, though. And well, my lower teeth are starting to get a little crooked. I see. There's a little bit of like a yeah. There's the a little bit of an overlap, overlap starting to happen. I'm gonna. I highly recommend a retainer. Yeah. I have to tell you, I I I don't know if I'm still supposed to be wearing. I have an upper and a lower, and yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to be wearing them. I like weirdly enjoy wearing them not just because well number one you're, you're like yeah i'm like doing something like during the night yeah. i'm like getting these teeth are straight they're, they're like yeah. but also there's some kind of weird comfort probably like a childlike comfort in like me being like good night like, <laughs> like i'll talk to sarah and she's like i hear you're wearing your retainers and i'm like i am wearing my retainers and um i just love them um but so i was wearing a retainer my first kiss and um yeah that was the extent of it i had two kisses my senior year and um that was it and uh did you go to like your prom or anything i did it was, it's funny that's that... i went to that place i both kisses were were prom date were my prom date because what happened was one of them uh asked me tim or sam um uh who's my facebook friend now um he asked me to prom and then and it was it was valentine's day so it was, this would be 320 years ago almost to the day um and then he asked me out but then like I don't know. Then he started to like somebody else. Like it was too far in advance of prom, so he started to like somebody else, and I started to like this guy Frank, Frank Torres, and uh, and then he we sounds both dangerous. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Tor- Torres. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so Tim and I just decided not to go to prom together, and then Frank asked me out. Um, and so I went to prom. Here's the thing. So I went to prom with Frank, but by the time I went to prom with Frank, I think he was starting to get back together with his girlfriend, whose name was April, I recall, mm-hmm. and so what ended up happening was he kissed her in front of me at prom yeah and then he dropped me off like I was in the limo with everybody with all his friends and stuff and then he let me know later that he after dropping me off they all went on to hang out continue to hang out and go to the beach he picked April up and they hung out together and I yeah and I but I was brought home oh god is everyone's prom like a John Hughes movie or just some of ours (gasps) probably those those of us who were like in comedy or something oh my god my prom was I 
went with my, I don't know if I've talked that much about this. I, one time I went with some girlfriends. I know I've said that before. I, I went to my, I went to my official prom with just girlfriends. Okay. Which was really fun. Better choice. Best um, choice. yeah, good choice. And then, although it was a terrible prom, the theme, I, I, mean, I know I've said this on the podcast before, but the theme was <laughs> dust in the wind. <laughs> Uh, so depressing dust in the wind dust in the wind you know that song, song I was dust say. in the wind which by the way the i'm not being... that i'm not that old it was like an old song then yeah it was an yeah, old yeah. song then and it's so like we're just all gonna die oh <laughs> my god listen we're all gonna I die like life has no meaning, meaning it has gotta be true that's gotta be true oh my god the prom that i went to the other prom i went to my senior year was with the boy that i had lost my virginity to mm. that i'd been a, 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 sort of in a couple with i've talked about on the podcast before um uh we dated for a few months like in my junior year and then neither one of us had a girlfriend or a boyfriend mm-hmm. uh for prom and so he took me and i think we had like some unresolved feelings kind of mm-hmm, but I don't, mm-hmm. we didn't even kiss or anything and that was a okay. beautiful prom uh i wasn't really into that side of things but right, right. Th- but it was but his school was like a, a super smart oh, like nerd school, school prom, we like should we're actually on the same campus it's a weird thing oh, where okay. like it was a college prep school and like a regular oh, okay. high school sharing campus but and it was at like a beautiful sort of you know resort in Tucson up against mm. the foothills, and the oh theme God. was where the wild things are, and there was Better like ice, ice sculptures Better of theme. Max and the monsters and stuff. It. it was beautiful, and I we went uh, we had a very nice time. It was mostly platonic. I think maybe we, I don't know. I think I but I think I did have that feeling of like, are we gonna yeah? Are we gonna kiss? Like yeah. neither one of us are dating anyone else. Um, and then. Uh, we went after prom was over. We went to his friend's house, who was in college, mm-hmm. and his friend whipped out a bong. Oh. And I, I had definitely smoked pot. There was no question about that. But I can't remember how much bong hits stuff that I had done. And I took a really big bong hit, and I commenced to have my first major pot freak out. Oh, nice! Which totally ruined my prom. Oh wow! Like I was miserable and scared and floating outside my body and like words were coming out like it felt like there was a delay like i would talk and then it seemed like i was hearing my voice after my mouth had stopped oh, no. moving i mean it was wretched so that's yeah. my that's my mm. i feel like but that makes you a better human being to have like a bad prom story or like not that's not right. that bad but the fact that you did it did go awry like you're not like yeah. one of those, like i don't know i mean no offense to anybody out there who like has had a was like yeah i have a hardly had a charmed know, life like, my boyfriend and then like you know we lost our virginity together that night or like whatever all <laughs> da- whatever but to I don't in know. your eyes by peter gabriel yeah it was really we're actually still together and Mm -hmm. um um but i don't know i think it's much funnier to have like a terrible prom story like that's certainly true yeah yeah i mean i don't you know when i was living it it didn't feel so funny but um (laughs) yeah when they kissed in front of me i was like that's happening one of you and then tim worsan ended up going alone and i was like i should have gone with tim Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was your ducky yeah, here's my ducky. Um, what? So then, when you were in college, mm-hmm. is that when you flowered? Some uh, by flowered, do you mean like accidentally when you deflowered? Lost my <laughs> yeah, I, sure. Um, sure, that's what I mean. I why was, not? Uh, I will say I I learned a lot freshman year living with men on the same floor. I learned I I oh, was so at, yeah. I, I got an I got a Co-ed. lot of I got a big education at Cornell like all around like I got an academic education and a sexual education. Oh, I just hello. I think what happened was I was so like I was so such an <laughs> idiot in that department. Like I just so and I was like boys like me. Like so uh wait Jan was going to get something. I just remember that I 
Oh, 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 okay, good. Okay. Very unprofessional, okay. guys. Very unprofessional. Um, no, no, no. I just felt weird talking about like me being sexually promiscuous and as I walk out of the like, room, out of the room, and then I'm like, by sounds myself. good. Yeah. Okay. Sounds, sounds like a great story. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just, freshman year, I was like, oh my gosh, like this boy wants to make out with me. And like, oh my God, and this boy wants to make out with me. But like, clearly it was just like men, like 18, not men, boys, 18 year olds with like raging hormones and me being like, he likes me. Like it was sure. like, so talk about acknowledgement, right? We like that. Around. I did. I liked it. I was yeah. like, I can see that this guy thinks I'm <laughs> wonderful. Um, he thinks I'm very appealing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there did, I did some fooling around. I did some, uh, yeah, I did some, I did some, and then I eventually, you know, lost the virginity. And, uh, but then I, I will say very quickly by, by sophomore year, I had a boyfriend, the, you know, I did the, I went the boyfriend route, but I did my freshman year. I did, I spent my freshman year, um, like giving out BJ's. So I, <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's I'm the trying truth. to remember when I ever. I was a, I was definitely a late bloomer in that way. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. I just I can't believe that I just put my pen in my mouth while we were talking about oh, that. How Freudian! <laughs> so stupid. Um, I cannot believe this is true, but we're already at an hour. Oh, wow. Um, we've spent the entire day together. It's yes, been complete joy. It has for me um, as well. I am going to play this game of MASH. I'm going to do the okay. cootie catcher. You're going to do the cootie catcher? Uh, I didn't know that's what this was called. Oh, well, This is okay. something that we all, many of us have gone through. I was like, is this because of what I, I just told out. you about me freshman year? Should yeah, I, I don't want to, I don't want to get your cooties. Okay. So I'm going to administer this, uh, preventative act. Okay. Um, okay. I forgot so, to do this thing. I don't remember. Well, like, you, all you have thing? to do is point. You don't have oh, to spell okay. anything. <laughs> I'm not so good at spelling. You don't have to spell anything. Just me. What do I pick? So point you pick, just pick one of these. Pick one of them. Just, I pick a thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, okay. How about the kiwi? Okay. So that's green. So G-R-E-E-N. Okay. And then you pick a number inside. Okay. Um, uh, eight. I'll make you work for it. One, two, three, <laughs> four. Five, six, I should have stretched. Yep. Seven, eight, and okay. then pick another number. Gee, it's the same numbers. Well, okay, so four. Out. One, two. Oh, ah! God. Guys, it exploded on me. All right. One, two, three, four. I might have done that wrong. Okay. And now what? Another number? No, one last number. Okay, I'll do three feels like a bad number. Seven. Seven. Okay. The question on number seven is, what is one piece of advice you would give your younger self and would you have listened? Oh, my gosh advice oh i mean i want to get very like oprah on myself like i want to get very like it's okay like people will like you be yourself like you don't have to you know try to fit in or you know be something other that you other than what you are i feel like that's something i learned in my 30s like i would took me a long time to be like oh you don't have to try to be you know cool you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like you can be weird. Like be weird. That's what that's what makes you different, and people, yeah. you know, value you for that. I think. <laughs> um, but but uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's. It. And would I've listened? No, I would have been like, no, I'm weird, and and, um, <laughs> and I don't like it, and people don't accept me, and I am a nerd. And were you funny back then too, though? I, like, were you? I did know you crack of, jokes? I and, guess yeah. so. I mean, because I know like, that when you were doing Spank the Monkey, you weren't necessarily thinking no, of yourself as a comedic I, yeah, actress. But. I remember someone saying in college, a roommate saying to me. Oh God! You should have your own sitcom. And I was like, uh, "Excuse me, sitcom? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't so. think so. I'm a thespian. Uh, like, I didn't. No, not that I. I must have though. My family very much communicates 
in a, a comedically like very sarcastic very joking very like I, I as I became an adult I was like oh my god my dad's joking constantly and my mom's joking constantly totally sarcastic so well that's clearly, maybe why you didn't think of yourself that way because it was so natural and it was I such guess. a part of your familial upbringing that it just felt like well that's communication that's not like so. cracking and now that's jokes. how I communicate now like in yeah. relationships and stuff like it's I all jokes it. it's all like yeah fights or jokes and like you know eventually not the whole time but like yeah, no, I didn't think I was not a no. I was just a nerd. I just felt like I was p- unpopular and not picked on at all. I really wasn't picked on, but I just wasn't like it wasn't accepted. Whatever the secret was, you weren't I in so on it. I wanted to be accepted, and I yeah. really wasn't. Yeah. Well, this is your chance to be accepted. Um, be accepted. You can <laughs> represent yourself as you were, or as you are now, or a combination of both. If okay. You want, as as I go through um, and come up with some of these categories. Now, I know that we've talked. Uh, a fair about, a fair bit about you know animals and cats and oh yeah burning them but yeah <clears throat> outside them. of burning them yeah uh, as as an animal lover um, I'm going to ask you for three uh, pets let's go exotic pets I've had no let's go no. this is this is a mash so this is about oh. your fantasies oh fantasies okay. and uh, this we'll do exotic pets because so it's not about like. You know, oh, I couldn't possibly keep a tiger. That wouldn't okay, make sense. Okay. This is like imaginary world where you could have uh, just list three pets. Well, I know um, the first one off the bat. Yeah. And I, but you got to I literally may be making up this name or this might be true. Is there something called like a Lorat? Is it the one of those tiny climbing cuties? Yeah, I think so. It like looks you like that a- or you've described something from a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Because there was a thing. There was a thing. And it was like, and it, there was a video and it's holding a tiny umbrella. And it was like holding the umbrella. And it was like, and I was like, no, 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 no. I have to have it. And it was small and it moved very slowly. And I want to say it was called a Lorat. But I might be making up the name of it. Should, uh, maybe I'll Google it really okay, quickly. Okay, okay. And then... What why was it twirling the umbrella? Yeah, it might have been. Like it was doing something very like dainty with the umbrella. And I need to have that. First off, I have to have that. You're gonna be so sad. And then by the way, a How's girl from my gonna... middle school then commented underneath and was like, This is, mm. you know, owning these is not a... and I was like, D friend. I was like, you know what? If you can't let me post a video of, of this not. on my page, like Okay, this is the thing. Laura is, is a drug. Oh, Lorat is Lorat a drug? is a it, Lorat is an antihistamine. Shit. So um, I don't know what this creature is. Like, is it a Lorinx? Um, no. Um, a lo- the, we know the Lorax is definitely I from know, Dr. Seuss. I know. It's like a, it's mini and it has like little pads. I'm going to say small animal. Holding umbrella? Yes. Yes. How about video? Holding of cute. I'm going to, I'm going a little bit of a different okay, way. Okay, good, good, good. So good. that we can cute animal with umbrella umbrella and i feel like the people in the video were russian like they were like loris loris i got it too oh Loris, did you see the video of the loris holding the tiny umbrella i love I that the name of here. this video is just a slow loris holding a small umbrella yeah. i wanted to oh, say comma, a that's lemur, all. which i think would probably be my second choice primate loris, holding a, a cocktail umbrella makes for a cute viral video yeah I kind of okay, wanted to. I know to it's know. annoying because people can't. can't no, watch it's okay it. because we have a Pinterest page, so you'll have oh. your own Pinterest page, and Jules will put a link to the okay. to the Loris. Okay. Um, okay. Mean, so we want the Loris for sure. For sure. I gotta have one of those. Um, would so you I name your Loris Loris Leachman? Loris mm. Leachman. <laughs> I um, I wasn't I going just made, to. I just made myself but laugh. Yikes! Um, I just made myself laugh oh with Loris Leachman. 
We should just um, end on that. Note. Okay, um, <laughs> we'll end there. You're allowed to drop the microphone my, and leave the room. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I, all right. So second, not a loris, but what's your second choice? Okay. Um, because you'll only get one of these animals, only, as you know. From only the way one mash works. One loris. You know, I haven't done this in a long time. It's gonna be good um, for you. It's gonna be very therapeutic for you. It is, isn't it? I mean, I, 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 I worked with. Um, but they won't hurt you, like what you choose. They wouldn't hurt you, like a tiger. Like it wouldn't yeah, hurt you. Yeah, there's no, it's okay, just okay. like fantasy. Okay. It's, it's, it's exactly the scenario you want with this animal. Okay. So, oh, and you know what I gotta add? Unless you want to be mauled. Yeah. A tiger, so the tiger, but you know what I gotta add? Yeah. The last one has gotta be like a, um, it's a monkey, it's a it's a capuchin. Weeper capuchin, yeah. Oh, I worked with a couple boy. of those. I they bet you worked really with um, Crystal. Did you work? Cause I did work with yeah, Crystal. Everybody's worked with Crystal. And Crystal, with more and Crystal I worked with Crystal on Bones, I think. Oh, did you? Interestingly enough. It's a weird coincidence i worked with her on uh, we bought a zoo i don't know if we did talk about this but i did an episode where i worked at a you know who uh was on the same episode was oh but yeah i don't know who it would have been because i was there were a few of us that got to work with it i played like a used car sales person that was like a had a safari theme and uh and so there was some for some reason someone there was a reaper capuchin monkey in that and it was and then i think i worked with crystal also on a on a pilot that I did. She's really she, special. She's beyond. Like, like she's, she was cleaning underneath my nails. She was oh, yeah, grooming she, yeah. me. She, yeah, she does it in the picking oh, God, in here. Yeah. And then she'll like, you know, he makes her smile. And like, yeah, Tom, the guy Paper. that works with her. I, yeah, Capuchin. love, love done. Crystal. Done, done, done. Yeah. Um, if you could, okay, um, this is just a weird question based on your, your the hair thing about being curly and brushing yeah, out yeah. and being frizzy. But if you could have different hair than you have, what kind of hair would you have? Okay, I will say I do. I, I, I do like my hair. Uh, your hair's great. I'm not gonna. Okay, thank you. Yeah, because it's curly and then I can straighten it. It's got yep. a lot of body. Um, different, uh, different, like like in texture or color or whatever you want. Oh boy, oh boy. I just maybe a little more volume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a better color, like it's just a very drab brown. So maybe, like, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna be honest. I wouldn't mind knowing what life would be like as like a blondish, like, okay. like, like, not like a, not like a platinum blonde, but just like blondish. Yeah. I'm putting Blond. on volume is one, blondish is another. Okay, does um, I have to have another thing? Well, I mean, like, have you ever kind of like, did you ever wish that you'd had like a short pixie cut just for fun just that you've never done can't or carry like, it. A, yeah, my face can't carry it. What if it could? Do you like, see in other this world? I can, cute hair? I can yeah. carry it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I sure to try it, to try it, to see if I, I could but, do it. And, and side note, I disagree because the reason I said that is I was imagining you with a cute no, little pixie cut. I can't. I His don't see why can't. do you think that. No, Interesting. I just I can't. I don't think I can carry it. No, I'm. I just assigned it to you whether you want it or not. Okay. Because I think okay. It's really cute. Um. Uh. What's another fun thing? How about like a superpower? A superpower. Um. You know, the first thing that popped in my head was like to be able to read people's minds, but then I thought mm-hmm. that's so dangerous i'm adding it anyway. okay okay it is dangerous so dangerous it? i want Oof. my superpower to be that i'm always right no always i'm just kidding right. no i'm just kidding the, okay are you sure no i'm putting no i'm kidding no 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 okay. i don't i'm just kidding no but to read people's minds would be like amazing yeah right it's scary yeah it's probably not great because they would be thinking some terrible things sometimes. it's cool though. i want that one I want all right that one. definitely put that is that lame though like shouldn't my superpower be like to be able to uh, like cure cancer I don't know. Oh, put, put that, that in there, there too. That's a good one. Love it. Okay. And then one more. One more what? Superpower? Superpower? Wow. Um, That's, well, that we're just doing three, unless you want always right to be on there on one. <laughs> no, no, we can't. That was a joke. It was a joke. Okay. It was a joke. Kind of. It was kind of a joke. <laughs> um, okay, my other superpower is. Uh, oh, wow. So many choices. I know. So many 
I know. This is rough. It's a rough game. It's, it's really, really tough. Rough this is really, really hard. Yeah, I, know. I, I know what you're going through. Oh, right oh now. can my superpower just be to live, to live forever? Sure. Is that a superpower? It is now. I would so regret that. It's I bet not I would, human. I would, I would, I would, I like all of these. Eventually. I like that other than cure cancer, I like that the other two are complicated. <laughs> you picked emotionally and psychologically I did. I think they're very telling about me. They're very telling. Yeah. I want to know what people think of me I like and it. are thinking in general. <laughs> I don't want to die. But I also want to help people. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's true. Okay, give me three guys. Three fantasy guys. Fantasy. I mean, preferably people that people know. People know. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm just like my boyfriend. No, I just that's give really me fact. Give me three. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm going to. I almost want to go with like. I'm like, not. I'm not supporting infidelity, but I almost okay. want to go with like three real oh, quote, people. Unquote, that real maybe... people, and then three. Well, I mean, like three celebrities, and then three fic- fictional characters. Three. Okay. Three. Three. Three celebrities. You know what I mean? Wait. Are they like attainable? Are they like people I know? Like. Like. Or no? Just no. like anyone. Like oh, you like even when you were young. Like oh, I used to have a crush on Michael J. Fox. Like you right. could even do your teenage self. Like I. W- I didn't do a lot of that. At one point, I did have a Jared Leto thing, mm-hmm. but do, I don't know. I don't if have I to put them on there. I don't think I well, what if we did just say like, are there characters in movies or books that like we all know that's not a real person, but you sort of wish like some people would be like, oh, Darcy from you know, Sense right, right, and, uh, Pride and Prejudice, like that kind of thing. Yeah, see, I was never, I wasn't so much this way like growing up. I feel like there are definite ones where I'm like now i they feel like there are one really it's always like nerdy it's like funny nerdy guys. good great perfect but jesus christ i like, can't think of any right now um i like it this is usually the easiest question to answer really? i like that you're like mm. yeah i'm tough this way like people have always like growing up people would be like i have posters of boo, 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 and i was yeah. like who cares like it's not a, whatever like yeah. i don't know and i think i see Slabs and stuff is real, real people kind of, and I'm like, yeah. like I'm not a, like, like. I know it's just it's, like who cares? Like, yeah, I know. I, I feel the same um, way. Yeah, this is really hard. But if you have talent crushes and like comedy yeah, crushes, yeah, talent crushes and comedy, I feel like that is more my yeah. my jam. I that's definitely what I connect to. Oh my gosh! But this is really hard for me. We can skip it. We might have to skip it because I can't. I'm like I can't think of like I'm like. You know, there's like, because like the ones I, like people I know, I'd be like, oh, Ken Marino is like a dream. Yeah. You know, but that's weird because now I've said it and like I know him. Yeah. But and he's, and we love his wife. Love, love his wife. Yeah. Like love Erica. Um, but he's like a, he'd be like I a crush. No, like, he's I, so know. talented and wonderful. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, I feel like I had a weird, like even Cameron Crowe, I had like a weird, like these are very, yeah, these yeah, are like yeah. real, these are like, like, like yeah. a, like a talent crowd. Like where yeah, I was like, I totally you know, not, not like going to date this person, yeah. but I was like, oh, you're so talented. Yeah. I completely um, understand that. But I feel like I've got to have a, like more of like a, I mean, I can throw in like a young Brad Pitt, like a Thelma and Louise Brad yeah, Pitt. Yeah, great. Let's throw them in there. Um, but I, gotta, I feel like there's a better choice, like ones that I could do that would be when i was when when everybody else loved like her cameron and and that might even yeah, be see, before my time but, like Olivia, i was obsessed with steve martin and kevin klein like those are the people i kevin had Klein's on my wall one. see i wouldn't have had him on my wall my sister was like that my yeah. sister was like oh, but i also God, had like everything i liked on my wall you know what i mean it was like i had yeah. him but then i also had jody foster and then i also had like bands and then i would have like a room that i thought was pretty so it's it's not yeah. necessarily like it was just this one person that you know it wasn't like I, just, I would look at pictures and be like, oh, like obsessing over. But I didn't even hang people way. on my walls. So interesting. I didn't, like, yeah, I didn't. I'm not. Yeah. What were so, you? So you were just excited about acting? Were you into reading books and stuff when you were younger? No, 
I no. I read like Garfield comic books. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Well, I'm putting Garfield. Okay, on okay here. Garfield is my dream. Uh, right now I have Garfield, Garfield. Thelma yeah. and Louise Brad Pitt. And who's my third one? Um um yeah, no, I wasn't a, I think I just was really stunted. Cameron um, Crowe is pretty good. Yeah, that's, like of a, what, that's a because also crush. because of also what he represents in a way. Yeah, like, there's for sure. Like, Are you kidding me? Like the the, the the stories and the romance that his that his work represents. Yeah, I'm that's a cre- I would say that's like a creative. Okay, crush. So so we're putting it in as like a Cameron Crowe type or like sort of yeah. what he uh, like a, like great. a person who will expose all his like you know what I mean yeah. like airs all their like insecurities and like yeah. awkwardness and is funny and smart and talented and yeah like that's my okay. you know and Garfield. What about like um <laughs> he's on there now. Um what about uh well okay so now I know that you were you were you did love films and that you loved acting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. What about like three movies you wish you could have been in? Not to say like you yourself but like you know if you love Silence of the Lambs and you wish you could have been in it. It right. doesn't mean you're replacing Jodie Foster. It's just like imaginary world of like, oh, I wish okay. I could have been in that movie. Princess Bride. Love. I'm gonna, great you choice. You probably could put Carrie, El- Carrie Louise instead of Garfield if you wanted to. I if will. you love Garfield then you can leave him there. But Carrie Louise was probably one where I was like, oh yeah. my god. That's a good one. Really yeah, good yeah. one. Okay, so Princess Bride I would be in that in like a heartbeat. Really, really, really good choice. Oh. Uh, dirty dancing mm. i'm gonna go in there too i'm gonna this is of an era obviously um and then for my third um um <laughs> something really cool like a like a this would be a more more modern day but like a maybe like a being john malkovich or something mm-hmm. something cool just something like indian like, or yeah. like like eternal sunshine or something yeah. where you're like oh eternal good sunshine, movie so like good. like you know great you know great movie great part to feel like you're a part of something, something but yeah. i feel like that about for you making the monkey in, oh, in a sense as well but yeah yeah i totally it's, get it's that a little more obscure, like but yeah like where you could be like you know what like i was i was excited to be a part of that phenomenon yeah, like or whatever that thing that being john like, those are both great choices you want to pick one um i guess like how about like being john malkovich because love have, it like great movie so good yeah and and pretty like i think that movie sort of i mean that please there are i know you guys will all write in and correct me and say there are so many other movies like this before it but versus something like eternal sunshine for me being john malkovich i remember when that came out i was like I haven't seen this before. Yeah, that's exactly. And Eternal Sunshine felt like I get, I get that this is like a, a, like I get, I get this now. Yeah. But being John Mount, that was kind of the first thing I saw that even having seen strange things like Brazil and all the like great strange indie movies that were out there. Something about being John Malkovich was like, I have never seen this before. For me, that's one of those ones where you go, Oh, my brain could never function this way. Correct. I could could never never come up with that. I could never do. And like, to me, that's, yeah, and I, and I feel that way in comedy too. If I see comedy where I'm like, "Whoa, my brain doesn't work that way," like give me three of those, like three comedy things or three people that you respect as comedians that you're like, "Wow, the way your brain works, oh, I wish my brain worked that way." Because there's a lot. I mean, like I could put Kim David Reno Wayne. in this one. Like David yeah. Wayne is so bizarro, and yeah, like and obviously I'm fresh off Sketchfest, so like I'm like that's part of it. Um, oh my god, I, I Louis C.K. Yep. I'm definitely like a Great. Louis C.K. follower. Agreed. Um. Uh, I'll get Sarah Silverman. Like I'm just yep. like your balls. When out, I saw, like, I mean, I knew I had known Sarah even before Jesus Magic, and mm-hmm. still seeing that, seeing that, it's so funny when you see something that a friend of yours or somebody that yeah, you know that yeah. you're friendly with does something, and you still you still feel uh, like you're seeing it's like yeah oh i'm seeing something like oh that came from her that's yeah. i i really like her and i like her work 
Yeah. So this has taken it to a new level. Like now I feel like I'm just kind of blown away and intimidated and yeah. so impressed. Yeah. She's just, I it's feel that way about her. Movie. I'm just like, oh God, if I, I could, if my brain that. could be that quick and be that I funny, love you know? that. Um, what about like three fantasy places you could live like Paris or blah, blah, blah. Hmm. all right I mean it would require different like lifestyles right like because yeah. I I'm not a slow paced type of person like yeah. but but I feel like I envision myself like like on a ranch in like mm-hmm. Montana yeah Montana um, ranch just for like a horses and I don't even yeah. horses I don't even they bite I know, but me. That's like I don't why it's a fantasy. Like, you know what I mean like yeah. yeah okay so that and then um maybe like like I'd need like a like a maybe a Hawaii. I haven't been. I haven't done a ton of like Tropical. Hawaii. Like I'll do I like either. Yeah. Like um, Kauai. I've been yep. there and it was gorgeous. So I could do something like that. Love it. Um, and then yeah, there needs to be like a European one. Mm-hmm. Like 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 the country Italian countryside. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Italian countryside. Um, how about? Uh, do you ever play sports? Uh, I think I told you I was on the fencing team. Oh, God. No, I'm just kidding. I'm that's so not, sorry not, that I didn't like, count that. I've never uh, I was been so bad sorry. that I became a manager. Um, <laughs> is there any sport keeper. that you're interested in? That, are there sports you're... I, because there was a time in my life where I wouldn't even have an answer for this. I would have been like, I don't like sports. No, I took But now I've like become very tennis sporty. Lessons, and Do you, I wish, is there, are there three sports, like a, like a great tennis player? I wish I played tennis. Like, yeah, I wish, I wish, like, I wish I had taken if to you, it. By the way, if you ever want to just hit balls with me, I can get them across the net and I really enjoy it get them across the net but then you're gonna have to run to go get it like, that's what i like i like anywhere. getting the uh oh, yeah the exercise the exercise i'm okay. not kidding well i'm happy to i don't do even it. play games because it's too much standing around i just like going back and oh, forth okay well just running around hitting the ball back like and forth. four three four years ago i bought uh like 300 tennis balls at costco right and um, i'm sure they're I, still good they are well listen three of the cans have been opened and the other like two oh really then they are are still good so i'm just saying i have a bunch We're of tennis crack balls up in those cans stat so i wish i was good at tennis um I tried snowboarding and it scared the shit out of me and I fell and I hurt myself, but I wish I was good at yeah. it. It's like skiing or snowboarding. Great. That just seems cool. Yes. I agree. Um, and then another sport um, that like I'd be good at. What is this? This is yeah, like, just something you would like, you'd be awesome at and you would have so much fun doing have no, so much and fun. no injuries, no injuries and be good at because like I'm not interested in like baseball or softball or any yeah. of that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like it should be something really cool. Um, I took badminton in college, but I'm not because <laughs> I don't need to be good at badminton. Uh, uh, and I volleyball? No, nah, I don't think so. Um, is like re- car racing? Is that a sport? Sure, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me when to stop. Okay, I don't. I don't really remember how this thing works. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. Stop? Telling. Okay, go stop. Yeah. Okay. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing. Okay, I just am counting the rings in the little circle I draw, and that's how I start eliminating oh, things. Okay, I'm gonna put this on pause, figure this out. Okay, be right back. Okay. Okay, where do I start with this? First of all, I want to tell you the surprising development, which oh. is that you. It turns out your your face can carry a pixie cut. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay, all I'm right. sorry, all but right. it can. It will. It can. I don't and know it if it will. can, but it will. Um, it's gonna be great. And uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And it, it kind of makes sense. I think it's a, it's the right hairstyle for the for this lifestyle, the, for that's this about new to... Montana ranch okay. lifestyle that you Montana have. It's like, oh, you don't have time to wash your hair. And like, it's, it's just like falls naturally Sounds into so an adorable pixie okay. cut. It's right. like Audrey Hepburn out on a ranch. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I love it too because you're up in Montana, which obviously takes you very. It's you're very close by to the uh, the Grand Tetons. Okay. Uh, the opportunity to do a lot of snowboarding and skiing. Oh, that actually both of which you are at a master at. I am. I am. Um, I can only assume that your pet tiger. Oh yeah, enjoys ambling around yeah. on the ranch. Yeah, this is all sort of working out really I know, well. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just a, it's just a beautiful ranch house. It's it not is. a mansion, it's a shack, or an apartment. It's just a it's nice just ranch, ranch house up in Montana. You don't tiger. need much with a lot of land. Yeah, um, and uh, probably also as maybe some memorabilia, like maybe some some shots of you uh, from when you were shooting Dirty Dancing. Oh um, yes. Oh, yes. And this is, of course, before uh, you realize that you had the, the mind of Louis C.K. Oh, and God, And really that's able to take advantage of that God, I feel like having the mind of Louis C.K. be being trapped in, on a ranch in Montana <laughs> with a pixie cut is like a not, maybe not a happy but life. But here's the thing. You're also very, very, very busy curing cancer. Oh, yeah. I'm amazing. I know you are. Like, I'm so funny, but I'm also such a humanitarian and I'm a genius, obviously. And you're your nature lover. Uh-huh. And you share your life with Carrie Owis. Oh, hello. Garfield. <laughs> if you I have had pet Garfield. Changed, if Wait I, a minute. Garfield's very tiger-like. Maybe the tiger's Gar- name is Garfield. Garfield. If I hadn't switched Garfield out for Carrie Eloise, I'd be married to Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I hadn't switched it out now, of course. <laughs> Somehow being married to Garfield makes more sense, sense. with the Louis yeah. C.K. brain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's like, true. Like, listen, I got a great life, but yeah, ultimately I'm I am married to Garfield. A cat, cartoon of a cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Who hates Mondays and loves yeah. lasagna. Aww. You'd have to cook so much lasagna. Oh, lasagna! Oh. Frozen Trader Joe's. Do enjoy lasagna? That sounds oh, really too. good right now. Yeah, I feel like we've been good. we've been hanging out on this floor for, for four like, hours. I think we actually literally have been. No, we literally, literally have, been. have been. I have to pee again. Oh, I do too. It's been yeah. so much fun. It this went so very long. Fun. This was an hour and a half. I know. I feel um, bad for your listeners. Uh, kind of. I- don't I, do. I think they'll enjoy it they do we definitely embarrassed ourselves i know i know quite a bit there's some things some i said stories. That I have, but the, whatever like that's what you're i'll life. never yeah hey you know what be weird be acknowledge right. listen i had a cat locket super weird we t- we, yeah yeah let's I deal agree. with it be your dad's ashes are on a table weird yeah we're weird yeah. people oh yeah yeah oh I. Yeah. we come from weird stock we're weird, weird people stock. we're proud of it yeah. we're going to continue to own it yeah and, the, and, and, and we the encourage you guys to do the same older oprah me is has we've learned from older oprah me to to embrace it and to be weird let's do it that's all we can do that's all i literally being weird is all i can do (laughs) i'm gonna be honest with you that sounds like somebody's gonna end up marrying a cartoon cat oh you know carla what a pleasure thank you so much of course thank you so much for doing the podcast this is a joy thank you for wanting to do um our voices are gonna be hoarse from all the talking that we did uh guys thanks for listening and um i look forward to hearing from you me too no i bet you good day (laughs) <laughs> that's right i said i bid you good day i i bid i bid you one as well i'll let you show yourself out um show me how do i do that can i take the microphone with me okay, bye bye <laughs> all right bye <laughs> As always, the JV Club theme song is Before We Were Brittle, courtesy of the amazing Say Hi.
Now leaving Nerdist.com.